and welcome to yet another podcast of The Practical Medium. I am Michelle, your Practical Medium, and you can find me at www.thepracticalmedium.com and check out my latest bloviatings, musings, and brain farts about life on the other side. Before I forget to add that in, uh, I do realize it's been a hot minute since I have been around or posting or recording and that's because, as I explained in my last blog, or if you find the by the time you listen to this, the blog titled about depression. It's something that hits me, and just like it will hit everybody else. It's a matter, it, it's just life. And just because I'm open to the universe, as I call it, and things on the other side, it just goes to show you that just because you are connected does not mean your life is perfect. So... On that note, that's actually not what I'm here to talk about today, but I wanted to get that out of the way first and uh, start talking about actually a little bit of a more mature topic that doesn't really get discussed unless you've seen the movie Ghost, and I'm sure many people have, and just completely blown away by the whole uh, experience that we're between... Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg is kind of the comic foil of a medium. That's actually a bit of not too far from reality for many people. They lose the partner of a lifetime, somebody who they have felt connected to, and they don't know how to reconnect, and they think that they've been abandoned, they think they've been left behind, that they've lost this person and that is something I will get into into another podcast as to the whys and hows of that happening and how to overcome it. But for now, I am going to expand upon a topic I've been posting about on Facebook. Pardon me for that. If you want to find me on Facebook, by the way, uh, my screen name is Michelle Page, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-P-A-I-G-E, two separate words. And you'll know it's me because I have this lovely pastel serene print of a, of a lake. It's probably been colorized, but yeah, it's pretty. So if you want to see where I'm posting and see what I'm saying there, <clears throat> where I reply to individual people, feel free to find me. And uh, you can engage me in conversation there as well. Now, I'm going to get on to the whole, back to the whole ghost premise so in the movie, and I'm kind of going off of, I don't know how old this memory is, <clears throat> the, um, the, okay, sorry, I tripped myself up because I just cleared my throat and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> I apologize. So we have two people. We have a living person who is Demi Moore character, and we have the dead person who's Patrick's character. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg brings them back together. And there are things that go on, like the whole sex scene and um, the moving of the penny up the up the wall or up the door, I think it was, I can't remember. And that's actually a little bit not too far from what can happen between a, one living partner and a deceased partner. Somebody who wrote that has probably had a similar experience in their own life, but at the time, actually making it sound real or writing about it or making a book about it would have put them in the loony bin. So it was written into a movie instead. And, well, you know, a little bit romanticized and a bit of comic foil. But ultimately, at the core of it, that is how 
it can work between two people that um, where one's left their body and the other one still has theirs. So now that I've built that up, this is what I'm about to get to. Now, again, this is a little going to be mature. I'm going to put on my best um, uh, imitation of Dr. Ruth Westheimer. And uh, she of the diminutive stature with a strong German accent talking, how do I put it, oh so pleasantly about orgasms and the like. But uh, the truth of the matter is that, now, and I know this is going to sound weird, sex doesn't have to stop just because somebody isn't physical. So, you're probably saying, what? Nah, that's not possible. There's no body. There's nothing. Or this medium told me it's not possible. Or it's just against physics. Well, yeah, sure. I get all of that. And trust me when I say that. I would have thought the same as you did at one time. But I kind of know better now. And a lot of people actually are starting to report that they have had actual sexual contact. And it wasn't imaginary because... When some of the times these people put things down onto Facebook or wherever they have written it, there's they either have a very extremely good active imagination and are the next, you know, up and coming porn writer, or they've had the real experience and it's real. So my money is more likely on the latter, and it's not a case of monkey see, monkey do with people who report their own experience experiences. Pardon me, because if you were to go and look at some of those, these histories of these posters, they have been struggling for a long time to find their partner and reconnect with them and enjoy them again. And that is a very common theme. You lose somebody, your brain chemicals are cut off, the ones that connect the bonding chemicals, the love chemicals, they're all gone in an instant. And even though your relationship may not have been the best with that person in, in life, there's something still there that's good enough for you to want to find them and, and feel like you're not been abandoned and that there's still something there. So what I always tell people is that the orgasm is one of the best ways to beat that pathway back to your loved one who is without a body. And yeah, that sounds crazy. I know it does. And uh, there's good reason for it, actually, but I will get to that. When you engage in sexual activity, when you are physical and two people or multiples, depending on how you like to, to do things, I don't judge, um, you create the, these, you, you stimulate your brain to release the hormones of oxytocin and a bunch of other chemicals, basically the love and bonding chemicals so that when you've had a good romp with someone you that um, you, you feel so strongly for them. Now, afterwards, of course, that will fade out because you can't, well, it's nice it would be, you got to still function. You can't have sex all the time, although some people probably would prefer to. You still, those, those chemicals fade out, but they, be, they permeate your brain and help you get along with that person and help you feel affection towards them and just like them in general and you feel positively towards them 
Now, I'm not saying this is a, this is this is not necessarily a blanket statement for all relationships. Not all relationships are great. Sometimes they're perfect, but this is a generalization of what goes on in a physical human being um, one-on-one or multiple partner th- relationship. It's something that's in all of us. We all bond. We bond with our children. We bond with our with our family members. We bond with uh, partners we're not related to, but we want to be. And that is an evolutionary thing that has turned into something that is so wonderful. It's it's a wonderful thing to feel that that bond to somebody. So when it's cut off by uh, a death, it's one of the worst experiences you could ever possibly have because all those lovely chemicals are stopped, as I had previously said. There's nobody to bond with anymore. There's a feeling of abandonment. Uh, there's a feeling, you know, the pain, the grief, the anger, the loss, all of it. It sucks. And unfortunately, it has to be gone through from start to finish because trying to cut your grief short does not, will not do you any good. So a lot of people spend their first year looking for their partner and thinking that they're never going to connect with them again. Well, what I'm saying here, it's very possible to reconnect with them, but you want to do it gently to yourself to do this and accept the fact that you're still going to grieve. But the best thing for partners, and this is only for partners, and you need to emphasize that, people who still want to reconnect, people who want to keep the the conversation going, people who want to keep, just still be with that person, regardless of what happens on this physical side, because some people are going to move on and find somebody else. Some people won't. You don't know. It's an individual thing, and I'm not promising or saying that it's going to happen, but in the meantime, there's nothing wrong with picking up where you guys left off. And the best way to do that is skip the trying to talk, because that's difficult. Skip the looking, skip all of that, and just kind of relax, take a deep breath, find whatever it is you need to find for your self-pleasure, go lay down in bed, open up your mind, think about what your experience in bed with that person was, and recreate it. You're not alone when you do this, trust me. When you, you may feel like it's imagination, but it's really, you're opening up your mind to reconnect in the most intimate way with that person, even though they're not physical. And as I said, I know this sounds really really weird and non-possible and I won't so I will not tell somebody that they should have to agree with me or just they can disagree with me that's fine everyone's experience is different this is primarily aimed at people who are just want to be with their spouse again and maybe have an easier time of closing something out so they can move on or continue the relationship going forward and not wonder what it's like, not wonder what they're doing, not wonder what they're, what's just going on in general with them on the other side. Because when you connect with them through orgasm, you are connecting them by creating that bond again. The chemicals can flow again. The, the subconscious mind will allow these connections to happen because it's being told it's okay to do so by the conscious mind. Uh, the 
the love can flow. The hearing actually will come in. You, the part, the ability to hear little things here and there from the partner, like responses or comments. You won't get full conversation, but that also gets better. So here's the kicker. This only lasts for about two days afterwards. And it doesn't matter how few or how many orgasms you get out of yourself. Um, and you are sharing those, by the way, with your partner. You're, you're, that's, in, that's without a body. You, those are shared fully and they are enjoyed and they are actually returned. It may not feel like it at the time, especially if you are early on in your grief. But it gives you a little bit of a break from everything and it lets your head relax for a little while. But it also builds on this connection that I'm talking about. So the restarting of these chemicals in your head, and they will restart because it's kind of irresistible, will start creating the bonds again. will start allowing your head to relax and go, oh, this is okay. Yeah, this is real. And yeah, I can talk to them again. And it's not going to hurt because it's not going to feel like they're going to leave again. And that's the whole key. They're not going to leave you. Now, on the one hand, I can tell you until I'm blue in the face, they've never left. But unless you're a medium like me, you're not going to really have clear and solid signs that they're there like them walking through the door. I mean, I can tell you, yeah, they're walking through the door. I see them right now. But you can't, so you have to rely on my proof. Or um, you have to rely that I'm telling the truth and that I'm not BSing you. And that's not that's easy for some, not easy for others. So this is something you can, people can do at any time. They can do it whenever they feel a need. Then they can use it to relax. They can use it for their own benefit to recover from the grief to and, and just feel a little better for through the whole thing. And over time, the pathways get bigger and wider. The, as I call it, what, tur what turns into your head as a narrow dirt path starts turning into a paved brick road, and then it widens into a, you know, an old one and a half lane highway, street road, street, whatever, and then it turns into a two lane, and then it gets bigger and bigger until you have this big pipeline going back and forth between you and your partner. It takes time. It takes time. It takes a lot of other things that you need to do in the meantime. But you can do this. You don't have to be a medium. Now, you won't necessarily connect with other people like a medium does. That's a caveat. But if your goal is to reconnect with your loved one who is uh, in spirit, then this is all you want to focus on anyway. So it's uh, crazy. Nuts. It's too much like the movies, I'm sure you're thinking as you listen to this. But I can say from first-hand experience that it really does work, and it's encouraged by the other side, and the whole thing is okay. There's no rules against it. The only rules you can really say that exist are the ones that religion puts upon us, or if you don't if you're an atheist and you prefer science as a religion, well, science will tell you this is not possible. But science is always advancing and changing. So is religion. And there's different thoughts nowadays out there. So science hasn't even lifted the lid on what's out there. 
and religion is kind of taking a back seat and changing its mind in order to sound a little more mainstream. So who's to say that science won't find actual proof of this stuff? So for now, you kind of have to take the word of a practical medium that this is a thing. This is something anyone can do. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. Because if there was something wrong with it, we wouldn't do it while we're physical, right? And when you think about the old Shakers, who, if you're familiar with them, they're a religious sect. They were part of the Quakers, but they were called the Shakers. They devoted their lives to God and nothing else. And they actually, as a religion, died out because they were so celibate that they would not touch themselves, they would not touch each other, and they most certainly didn't procreate. So that is a good example of why religion always isn't an answer. So in this case, you don't have to worry about procreation, but you do want to reconnect in all of the ways that you knew with your partner. You can do it through food, you can do it through sex, you can do it through watching your favorite movie, but your best outlet is sex because it kicks the brain over into releasing those chemicals again. And when you release those chemicals, you not only help increase your connection or make your connection better, you also help yourself feel a little better. Now, again, I want to reinforce something. Orgasm is not a magic spell, it's not a magic pill, it's not a magic trick to help you get through grief. You absolutely need to go through it, and I hate it. I've been through it, and it's something that we have to do as humans in order to have our life experiences. But we don't have to suffer the worst of it at the most strongest, absolute, heart-rending, ripping part because we know we haven't lost that person for good. So go work on those orgasms. Go work on relaxing. Go work on imagining those, or remembering or visualizing whatever works for you, your past experiences with that person. What did they do that was so wonderful to you? Rebring it back up. Because then you're reminding yourself it's not gone. It's never, it, it, you haven't lost that experience. You can still have it. And it feels just like it did when they were alive. And I know that sounds weird, but over time and practice, you won't notice a difference after a while. There are things you're always going to not have, which is the weight of the person with you. But if you can get past some of the things that are missing, it works very well. And it works for you to recover that that intimacy, that love, that feeling about somebody like you've never felt before. Is this perfect? No. There is nothing more perfect than having that person with you in your life physically. That is the height. And I wish that there was it was possible for the other side to be seen by us to be touched and smelled and you know experienced by us and we them but that's right now not in the cards who knows what will happen in the future but for now we have to make do with what we can do and that is finding middle ground and in this case middle ground is well orgasms so i don't expect everybody to who's listening to this looking for this kind of 
um, technique or or method to reconnect to rush into their bedrooms and do the do the deed but when it comes time for you to go into your bedroom and relax and find an outlet do what I suggest bring up that memory or just visualize or just imagine that's okay you can do whatever you want bring in whatever you want use whatever you want you can keep it simple you can go crazy there's no rules you just have to achieve an orgasm and you might be surprised to find you can get your mind blown just the same as you did when they were alive as strange as it may be and I'm chuckling a little bit because I have experienced that myself but it's um, it's a good thing overall and if you want to take the kind of thinking that well this is a little hokey this is a little weird or this is a little new agey and well try it you might like it you might not it might work for you it might not but one thing you your brain cannot resist is that release of chemicals so at the very least if nothing else you have given yourself a little bit of a, of a break from your pain from the feeling of loss and you'll feel a little better for a little while and that is all you need when you're in the worst of your grief or even down the road because it shows you yourself that there is a little bit of hope out there that life isn't so bad and that there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow to look forward to and that pot of gold can be anything it can be reconnecting with your partner it can be moving forward it can be finding something in life that you never thought you could you would find what have you but you start back up on the road to normalcy and feeling better and I do realize that when you're in the worst of the grief anybody including myself it's hard to look at the next day than the next week and think it's never going to come so in the meantime you can ahem, come and not worry so much about the time so ultimately if nothing else that you've taken away from this you it's okay to be good to yourself and know that your energy when you do this when you when you'd go in and have a session with yourself and your partner if you're going to do this you're never alone no matter what you think you are never alone your partner's gonna be there and it's kept private promise you that but you will get to enjoy something that you didn't think you'd ever enjoy again whether you want to put it in your imagination or make it real that's totally up to you you have that option but I can pretty much guarantee you that the more you do it the more real it will become and if you'd rather write that off to an overactive imagination who am I to tell you otherwise but if you want to look at it as reconnecting with your partner it is going to be one of the most wonderful experiences that you'll ever have and you'll be amazed at what everything can lead into you don't know where it's going to go you might find that you continue things you might find that you close something out that you didn't close with that person while they were alive and you get to finally put something to rest you might find that you laughing like a couple of lunatics like you always did over something stupid you know anything can happen and 
it's okay. It's, it's all you want. You just want reassurance. And this is one of the easiest ways to get that reassurance and get back to your center, get back to normalcy, get back to your life. So that's really what it all is about. It's all about you. And take the opportunity to make it all about you and feel okay. So on that note, I have run out of things to say, but if you have something to say, you can find me at michellethepracticalmedium at gmail.com. And just remember that's spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-E, the practical medium, at gmail.com. Or you can uh, find me on Facebook. As I said, is Michelle Page, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-P-A-I-G-E. Make sure there's a space in between the words. And find me there. And um, wherever you want to find me, I'm around. And if you are looking for something in depth, or if you'd like me to give you a reading, or you'd like to book a reading with me, excuse me, whichever way you want to put it, please email me. I'm available. I'm here for you. And we can talk. In the meantime, until next time, and I promise it won't take so long because I'm out of the funk and out of the depression, enjoy yourself, enjoy life, and know that it ain't all that bad. Thanks for listening.